Exclusive listening with 1010 Podcasts. Moving the goalposts with Alex Ray and Mark Hately. Welcome, Andy Gorham, to the Mark Hately and Alex Ray podcast. Andy, tell us about your breakfast this morning. Just a wee diet, bacon and egg roll, obviously, <laughs> the athlete that I am. Yeah, very professional. We met up earlier before coming into the studio just to have a little team talk as we used to do in the old days. Filter prepared. things have changed. Filter prepared. Yeah. Prepared to fail. Would that be a pre match back in the day then, Andy? Funny enough, I never had breakfast. I never have, to be fair. In our day at Ibrox, by the time the players have got in for training, there's only five minutes to go, so we didn't have time for breakfast. No, 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 that was never me. I was lunch. I'm more of a lunch man. Why is that? Because you're looking in early doors? Because you can get a glass of wine with your lunch. You can't get a glass of wine with your breakfast at Ibrox. <laughs> the world's been talking about Trump and how deluded he is, Andy. Is there any manager springs to mind when you mention the word deluded? Deluded? Oh, there's a few just now I can mention. No, um, I'm, I'm, talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about in your day. In my day. Um, you must have played with some crackpots, eh? Some belters. Billy Davis was a lovely fella, right? Don't get me wrong, he's, he, he never drank and he never, he was a straight man, he had, all files from every training session he ever did through his career. He didn't drink, he didn't like this, and he signed me. Well, Where was it? this at then? At Motherwell. Made me captain straight away. Oh, God. <laughs> so that was that. Great two years. But obviously I wasn't exactly the a leading shine by a light with the, the fitness and everything. I was, few I was, bonded, I was A few bonding sessions would have been there. I well, would have thought you'd have been throwing that, that in. He yeah, yeah. gave me that uh, a way to do that. Yeah. But um, I was fit. You know it is. We, we were all fit, but we weren't athletes like they are now. Do you but, speak um, for yourself? We were fit. You were an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Billy was, he, he was different. He, he wasn't deluded, but he was different, but very professional. How's it changed then, Mark, you know, in terms of the fitness and things? Because obviously you spent some, you keep telling us about Monaco and, you know, <laughs> uh, I was on Milan. Listen, 21 at Milan, right? And I come from like steak and chips as a pre-match meal. Um, he- heaviest stuff you could have in the UK. No training methods out there, run around, sort of your five sides, you do your warm up and all that sort of stuff. And you're back in and then you're back home. And I went out to Milan at that age where they're in the gym before even think about taking a ball onto the pitch. Everybody's in an hour and a half before training. You do the gym, you do the workout, you're stretching all your muscles, you're lifting weights. Then you go on to the training ground. So I'm getting all this really, really young, which you're thinking, wow, this is completely alien to anything that I've done or seen my dad do. Yeah. And then... It, it progresses from there. They're light years ahead of us. You know, all, they're always fit and running around all over the place. Um, went to Monaco. Same with Wenger. Wenger was very, very health conscious, diet, dietitians, all this sort of stuff. At Milan, there you go. Pretty much meal, there's a bottle of wine or a beer on the table if you wanted a wee little beer. Could you imagine that in, in the UK? <laughs> did, you, did, you see, did you see my face there? Oh, it's automatically looked at the goal. But how, does that, how does that reflect with you? Yeah. He's, he's obviously talking about the model professional, yeah. the diet and things. That was a polar opposite for you. And right? Like I said, we were fit, but we weren't athletes. I think Mark, not because he sat there, I think Mark was instrumental at Ibrox bringing the diet. We played at Monaco in, in uh, mm. Milan because we, we just did a normal thing. Like you said, steak yeah. and chips. Yeah. But I think Mark was one of the first big foreign players that we'd had. Trevor. Yeah, another Trevor one. coming in. And uh, yeah. I think probably... Yeah, the dressing room. They, yeah. I think they too changed the whole dietary system at Ibrox. When you listen to the stories from yesteryear, they guys bought into the Steps Bar and things like that as well because mm-hmm. of the culture that yeah. the Rangers at that time. I made my debut in 1980 for Oldham. And that was in the drinking culture then. You go out for a pint and you, you, you have a laugh. But you do your bit on the pitch as well. But that was a drinking culture. That's all you brought up. You played the, your training in the morning and then you go to either a snooker club... <laughs> 
The book is... <laughs> Right, or the pub That was my, you, old man. Or, or my old, old man Or all three of you lucky yeah, yeah. But did you you, but you, that, you must have frequented DB's and Denison You know the snooker oh, hall yeah, 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 Oh yeah, my yeah, god yeah. Do you know i seen yeah. one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life there There was a There was a mezzanine upstairs Mark And on a Sunday in the old days At half past two You used to get kicked out At the local pubs in, in uh, Duke Street And we always say We'll go down to DB's Now DB's was synonymous with all these maniacs congregating in one place. You'd be feeling at home then. Oh no, I felt right at home. Don't worry about that, <laughs> Biggie. That was just the players. <laughs> Biggie. So what happened is this guy's just about to walk from the top of the mezzanine and he falls down about 15 steps. He goes boom, 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 and he never dropped oh, an inch. Through his pint, man. I was absolutely blown away. That's why he got and gets his own. Over the mini. Oh, I don't. But let's, so listen, we've got away with the old diet thing there. Deluded managers, go back to you, Biggie. Graham Taylor. Oh. Yeah, great. Yeah, kick the ball in the corner. Yeah, as far as you can, we'll get a, we'll get throwing and all that sort of stuff. But we're playing against Brazil, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, deluded. He's, he's For me, he, deluded. Just had the, had the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was as a manager in general, a successful manager. Yeah. You know, but Watford right through the you know the the leagues simultaneously, one, two, three, four, all the way through, did a really good job there. But I think when he got to the, the international s- stage, completely head blew off. Yeah, you, you talk about deluded managers. That goalie, this is tremendous. I'm a young boy at Falkirk. I'm just getting uh, just getting back into football after getting kicked out of Rangers, right? And it was uh, Billy Lamont signed me. You know, just a, a proper man's man. You know, just no prisoners, old school. He get bumped, and then we brought this guy in, David Clark. Mm-hmm. He came for his five, right? Honest to God, you've never seen anything like this in your life. And we're actually about four weeks into his tenure. And we're sitting, we've just been beaten 2-0 by a broth. And after the game, he's come in and he's going, you're shite, you're crap, you're rubbish. And he's went to this guy who's only played. Now, he put him on after 70 minutes, took him back off mm-hmm. after 80 minutes. 10 minutes, he subbed the sub. And he looks at the guy and goes, the guy that got you signed here should get fucking sacked. And the guy turned around and went, you fucking signed me. <laughs> It was, honestly, God, you've seen the whole dressing room erupting, by the way, and you talk about guys who are well out of their depth. Oh. Honestly, I know he's not a popular figure in terms yeah. of well-known managers, but how the fuck do these guys we, get positions? We did the same at Hibs. Alec Miller was a manager at Hibs. But he, he had a good reputation, Andy. I, brilliant. I, I got on great with Alex Miller. A lot of people didn't, but I think the house didn't like him because he was Ibrox for 22 years, but he made me captain for three years. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's a current theme here, isn't it? Rangers, Rangers is the only club I've not been captain of. Well, there you go. So he's, we played Celtic in the semi-final of the cup. It was a weekend of the Hillsborough disaster, I'll never forget it, and Celtic pumped us. But he brought Tommy McIntyre on. That's, that's a hell of a, <laughs> that's a, hell of a phrase. It was. He brought Tom McIntyre on in the semi-final. We're getting pumped and brought him back off after 10 minutes. For no reason. I, oh, do you know the thing is, I think it's a, the ultimate humiliation just, aye, when, when someone puts you on and takes you back off. For me, it's a killer. Uh, uh, see, when manager did that to me, I'd belt him. <laughs> Unless it was Walter. I'd change my mind, it was Walter right enough, but... Archie. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a soft touch. Not no, a no. chance. He was a maniac. See, people... No, 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 no. People get this the other way around. People think that the gaffer was the, the quietest one and that Archie was the one that went round. I think it was the other way around. See, the gaffer. Don't go crossing him, Mark. Mm-hmm. You, oh, you know, he's, right. Archie was actually no bad. So he was a go-to guy then because it's interesting because as a, as a Rangers fan watching from afar, Mark, mm. it would have struck me as if Archie was a maniac and Walter was a kind of composer. Oh, I, I can remember when he was playing at St Mirren getting beat 1-0 at half-time and coming in. It was a tiny, it was a tiny little street, dress. Yep. Yeah. Kit, box, right in the middle of the room. Big metal. Yeah, metal, metal heavy. <laughs> with the lid down, right? right. And normally, you know, you all the kits out, all the boots out. So it stays there. 
ready for when we finished and everything goes Just back in. 10, yeah. So Jimmy used to leave it there. So we're losing and we're not playing well. And we're all sat down literally five minutes waiting for Walter to come in. Archie's just sat in the corner waiting for him to come in and he come into this dressing room, bashed the door open and they took a flying kick at this thing with Bob, right? <laughs> thinking it was going to be empty. <laughs> thinking it was going to be empty and it was chop bang full with towels and all you the, all the extra get, oh, did his knee. But he didn't crack on, right? <laughs> He's given the old video. <laughs> Until everybody had gone out. I, well, I was oh, last in the dressing room. Yeah. See, at half time, I used to come out last in the dressing room. As I'm coming out, I'm looking at the gaffer and he's like, Oh, my knee. I think he broke his toe. Yeah. There you go. I think he broke his toe that day when he I was, was in agony, but he wouldn't show anything. Yeah. And even when I was, uh, you remember big Gary McKenzie, the big boy for that call, a real hardy boy. I, I walked into the dressing room in the boy Dobie corner at Queen of the South where I was managing, and he had the stud box. And I'm looking at the two of them, two of them are six feet, well, Gary's six four, and I think it was mm. Greg Strong, I think it was the other centre half, and I volleyed the stud box. And you know what you're saying, you know, when you hurt your feet, but the studs are pinging, bing, oh, bing, yeah. bing, fucking off everybody's right. head. And I'm, you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, man. And, and it's that lack of composure, you know, you just right. want to show emotion, right. but we were, you touched on, you know, you were going in for breakfast and things, not earlier on at, at, at Thingmay. There were some real characters about Ibrooks at that time as well, people who'd been there for a long, long time. You had Lizzie who was over 50 years, oh. you tiny, mm. uh, the daughter, you'd stand at the door. There's amazing characters, Doddy as well. You families, families that are like there forever. You know, it was the mums. The gaffer, the, the gaffer secretary, yeah, secretary yeah. Laura, yeah, she yeah. was there for Aye. a million years, she yeah. was there with Sunas and everyone yeah. right yeah. the way through. Yeah. And they never get a mention. They never get a mention. Unsung heroes. What about Doddy? Doddy was a wee character. Doddy was he? unbelievable. You, it, you, for, for anybody listening to this, Doddy was the kit man just at the start of Sunas' reign, wasn't he? Yeah. Aye, and then Jimmy Bell came and, and helped him out and... But old Doddy used to you hear him coming up the Doddy corner. Doddy always looked about 85 <laughs> years old, didn't he? <laughs> he, looked, he looked 85 when he was 20. Yeah, yeah. And he come, <laughs> He's that much of a legend. They've named the supporters bus after him. Is that Doddy right? Loyal. Right, there you go. That's a fact. Where, where did they do it, Andy? Where are they, guys? Not a clue. <laughs> but Doddy used to come, when you come in for training that morning, he'd come over with a cup of coffee for you, two sugar and milk. He knew exactly what everybody had. Cup of tea, no sugar and milk. He loved everybody that way and he, he really took care of us. He took an awful lot of ribbon. Ian Durant and McCoy's mm. used to destroy him. They didn't have him up at Vicky's one night as well. Aye, aye, aye. He used aye. to come. Yeah, we used I to take him out. Yeah, but we used to take him out all over the place. Aye. Is that yeah. it? Yeah, take him with us. Bear in mind, we, we had a, a reputation when we were a drinking team. I were a drinking team, but we, we did it at the right time. Of course, it? yeah. And we did half the things Only that we were done. Aye, just leave it out Friday. We've got a game Saturday. <laughs> but nine times out of ten, the gaffer had instigated it. We'd all go for lunch, mm. and I'm talking all as in 15, 16 of us, on the Tuesday after training. Mm. We had Wednesday off, school, yeah. Parmignana. Yeah. Used to book the restaurant out. Yeah. So he'd take us out on the Tuesday lunchtime for lunch, and we'd have a carry-on, good drink. The gaffer and Archie then leave us, we dodgy, and that was us for the... But we come in Thursday morning for the training. Mm. So from Tuesday lunchtime, we'd all be out in our suits. We'd obviously come in colour and tight mm. at the training they days. Or the good old days. Eight of us would walk in training on the Thursday morning with the same gear on. <laughs> and the gaffer oh, no, used to just look at us and shake his head uh, and, and then we'd go and win three or four nil. But yeah. he'd give us a, a bit of rope to, to hang yeah. ourselves, but we respected him that much. He wouldn't really... Yeah, he did well to managers. He did well to managers, but we didn't manage ourselves. As long as we weren't on the front page of the newspapers on a Thursday, that's all he was worried about. Monday mornings were the best for me. Early Monday mornings, don't you remember? Probably one of the first thing, because you're waiting for the voice to come in. What happened at weekend? I mean, said that, nine times out of ten, you didn't have to come in early because it was all over the front page of the Sun <laughs> and the Monday anyway. <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> knew it was happening, yeah. Looking back over uh, 
he's obviously very successful over a period of time. What was your favourite uh, Rangers top retro? You know, obviously Rangers brought out one recently as well. Uh, what was your favourite uh, going back to your timer the, beforehand? The outfield tops. Well, the, 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 the white top I used to wear, the, the, the white strip I wore, that was my favourite. I'm just a plain gem one of them. Just give me my, my white strip. And it came from McCoy. We were training one, one morning, Friday morning, right aside across the pits. I always used to train against McCoy if I could be. I'd save against McCoy, I'd save against anybody. So I used to pick my wits against him in the training. He was brilliant. I bet that was a quiet affair. I tried oh, to win over him. Right, well, it was it was a good effort. It was it was good. We had a good crap uh, scrap together. It was. I'd say two golden boots in two years. That's what makes you better players. Of course you are. It makes him a better finisher and makes the goalie a better goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he used to ask me questions. What would we do in this situation if I was in this situation? So I'd I'd tell him I was alright. I was I was decent. So I'd tell him what I'd like and what I wouldn't like yeah, in that situation. Right. But I'd then ask him and I'd ask Mark. What so would you, you do in that idea. situation? So yeah. I know what the top strikers in Europe. Yeah, absolutely. So I get an idea that way. A ball get knocked across the six-yard box this particular morning, Friday morning, Koishi slid in it, hit his backside and go in the bottom corner. So as you can imagine, I'm fucking raging. <laughs> yeah, it's a big backside. To be fair, it hit him on the penalty spot. Yeah. <laughs> but coming off the training pitch and he says, goalie, I think you should wear all white. And I'm fizzing. I'm like, and why would that be, Alistair? He said, because when I'm through on goal, and I see a big fat bastard in white, that might be the split <laughs> second of me scoring and not scoring it. He's got me. He's got me. He could, right? have, he could have said it a different way right enough. Jimmy Bell, Kitman, all white tomorrow at Tynecastle. So I wore all white the next day at Tynecastle with one easy and had a wee deck chair and a, a tail with a bottle of wine in the gold no, mouth. It was that easy. And, then, and that becomes superstition that, for you? That was me, yeah. all white yeah. from then. That was, I am superstitious anyway, so. Yeah. Right, see, when you, when you joined us from Hibs, did you find a big pressure stepping into the boots of Chris Woods? <laughs> See when you when you put your, your team out of the European Cup against Sparta Prague, the League Cup semi final against Hibs at Hamden, and basically cost us a European place against. Uh, sorry, uh, we got beat one 0 at Tyne Castle. Mm-hmm. Scott Crab scored from forty yeah. yards. Yeah. Flew in past you. D- I I didn't mind that. I bet him for the first goal that day. <laughs> so basically, my first month, I've packed us out the European Cup, packed us out the League Cup, and put us out. Well, well put us in a real position in the league. So pressure replacing Chris Woods is not easy. Mm. Um, five years, absolutely brilliant, Chris, for five years. Yeah. And I used to stand at the other end at Hibs, watching Chris, he'd have one save a game, and I'm thinking, I fancy a bit of that. He used to play against Rangers, he used to batter me up and down for the first season. Then he realised I was going to come to Rangers, and he, he jumped over me a couple of times and let me off with one. But um, I always fancied that one save a game. But see, when you get to Rangers, well, you have to make that Made one that save. save yeah. I think a lot of goalkeepers have, have realised... I knew he was coming to Rangers before he did. Mm-hmm. I did. Was that because he was yeah. the chairman? Yeah, Wal- Walter, uh, what was said to me? Was it Walter Graham? No, it was Graham. Graham, Graham. Graham. Graham said to me, he said, uh, leave the goalkeeper alone tonight. Today, big man. And just, I said, why? He said, because he's coming here next year. He never even knew. And the first 10 minutes of the game, we had the ball <laughs> come over the top, right? And I'm seeing him coming out and I'm going, whoa. Oh, he's getting it. Oh, rubber. It's one of them 70s, 30s to market, I'm thinking... I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to just come and do yeah. something here. Yeah. Eyes closed, cringe, body tense, just to go, I'm going to get oh, smashed. Oh, you're going to lovely. And see, after about four seconds, I've not felt a thing. He's jumped over me. I'm like, oh, what's happening here? And I realised since what happened. Yeah, I, 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 I knew I was coming. I was coming. Slap me on the ass. Slap me on the ass. Slap on the bomb. See you soon, big chat. Going back to yourself, Mark, what was your favourite top during your spell? The 72 Adidas top. It had the big white... Stripes. 72? It was 92. 92. How old are you? 92. That was totally that. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a beautiful top. I remember yeah. it was It was a very successful one. The inaugural year, the Champions League, we played in that one as well. So it has got 
significance. Yeah, of course. Big significance. I, I, I love retro tops. Obviously, the the CR Smith mm. uh, visions of McCoy's yeah. running away with the CR Smith one, and uh, you know it's it's iconic as well. In their days, they sponsored both teams. Sir Smith had Celtic and Rangers. Right, yep. McEwen's had Celtic and because well, that they, right. you can't. Why are you, why are you bringing Celtic into this? We're trying to be upbeat and happy here, and you're throwing that name in. By the way, wait, wait for the next five minutes after last night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do, what about um, yesteryear? What, what, so if I say eighties, what springs to mind, Mark? Eighties, what you know, things that are no longer here, goalie. Me uh, partying with Duran Duran or. Oh, something like that. Do you know the worst of it is? He throws in Milan. Every week. Every week, it's killing me. So, who was it? Duran Duran? Yeah, Duran Duran. I was with Duran. Duran. Yeah, yeah. That was in Milan. When I first got to Milan, they were playing there and all that, staying in, because I was in a hotel. Simon Le Bon and... Simon Le Bon and all that sort of stuff. So, we had a a night night to... Well, I can not remember. So, it was a good night. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Remember, the oh, sort, remember me and you were the not, Well, you said, did say I, things that aren't here anymore. They're yes, not here yes. anymore. I used to go to Burden Manning's club. Duran Duran. Burden Manning was the one. He was unbelievable that year. Andy Fordham. That's, that's my one. Me and the Viking. Yeah. Obviously, I was his best man and everything. Yeah. They were the best days ever. Yeah, Spandau Valley, another one. T- Tony also, Hadley. We're yeah, getting doing a music yeah, right here, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, well, the bands are always travelling, aren't they? Ah. Uh, they go to big cities and all that. that there was a, a, another a night out in See, Monaco. Well, you know when it's you, okay when you're in Monaco and Milan and Duran Duran and all this. We've got Sydney Divine. Who <laughs> <laughs> is actually a great, a great man, actually. Hopefully the listeners won't even know who Sydney Divine oh, is. He's got a blue room. He's well, got, it, he please, he's got a blue release room. me. Was that him, though? No. <laughs> 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 so it's always actually... I think that's Jordan Jones, you know. Okay, now. Well, well, there's another story. But do you know when I'm talking about going back to the 80s and all that, it was like things like C-Fax, Blockbuster videos, you know, VHS... Fax machines. You remember, ah, man? Yeah, yeah. C-Fax was the one. Obviously, we used to have our coupons on at Ibrox before the game and that. We used to come so you used to have it on? We had the telly in the corner. And um, what, what, was, what was the C-Fax on during half-time then? What was that for? No, I had to check our coupons. <laughs> so so we were 1-0 down at half-time. We'd be coming in, oh, you, pull your finger out. We've got a coupon on here. So, so you used well, to, we used to use the text after the game to check our, our coupons. Results. Huh? That's the oh. first thing that happened. Check out the mm-hmm. other lot went on and then check your coupon. Well, about mobile phones, goalie, because obviously they weren't their thing uh, of yesteryear either. Thank God. Honestly, see, mobile can you phones imagine, about... Can you imagine mobile phones in the 80s? No. Or your no. wife's trying to get a hoodie? No. 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 What, what, which one? <laughs> 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 All three. No, no, if mobile phones existed when we were knocking about... I don't mean for, yeah, for badness. The big ones. Aye, the big blocks. Aye, aye. When you can put a mobile phone down on the table and people don't know it's switched on, they can record things and, and read our free videos. And if they had them in their days... We'd be in big trouble. Not through anything illegal or anything, just the way we were. Days out, nights out, get ourselves in a couple of states sometimes. See, nowadays, you can't get away with anything. You, you were talking about betting there, and uh, you were obviously at Leeds, uh, yeah. that, that famous victory down at Leeds. Is there any kind of... We get to doing it at Leeds, and, uh, but we all fancy ourselves. To be fair, you were a magnificent, aren't you? The big done okay, but you were magnificent. It needed to be, because this story will tell why. All right, well, there's an ulterior motive, I would imagine, but... John Brown and Richard Goff were unbelievable that night. So I've decided I'm going to bet us to win 2 0. We were getting 25 grand a man or something mm-hmm. to beat Leeds. We yeah. didn't get bonuses for and, Ling- and that was 92, you were 92. getting 25 large. But mm. we played Lingby twice first and then Leeds twice. If we never qualified, we were getting nothing, which is rightly so. Absolutely. But the chairman said, look, if you qualify, that's what you're getting. Brilliant. So uh, I've gone and put 50 quid us to win 2 0 at Ellen Road, as you do. <laughs> right? It's 20 to 1. I'm like, right, that's okay. I'm happy with that. I'll just do my wee bit. So I've had probably the game of my life. 
Not because of the bet, it just so happened that I gave him a life. Last minute, Cantona's hit one, it's came off Richard Goff's toe. He's even on the hit his toe yeah. and I saved it. So obviously I'm going to be wondering, great. I'm in his restaurant, I'm at 50, 50 quid at 21. Fucking raging. Raging, 2 0. Because he's like, what's up with you? I said, I'll tell you what's up with me. And I've got my slip out and showed him. He said, we've just got 25 grand a manufacturer. <laughs> I went, oh, aye, aye. We'll see a couple of months later. I get divorced, we're separated. I didn't even see the 25 grand. <laughs> <laughs> what one was that? What one got that? That was number two. All right, okay. So it's, it's brilliant how you refer to them as one, two, and three. I need to have that many. No, no, no. It's just. Is number four on the horizon, golly? Not an absolute chance. Never say never. No chance. No, no. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I say, I say, I say, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely no, not. No, 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 no. When you I think the days are I'm 56. I think the yeah. days are, you, you're just quite happy rolling along now. Sorry, Biggie. I was no. just going. To, I was just going to say that um, over the over the. I've got to know you better after your playing career. Obviously, we've been all over the yeah. uh, all over the place. What was the, the standout uh, trip? You know, uh, we play in the the legends stuff. We've been all over oh, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. And, oh, Hong Kong, the best. Hong Kong by a mile. I like the, the flight. Surprise! You can remember. I'll surprise you because <laughs> I remember more than you think. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> do, do you know? Do you see before you start about the Hong Kong? I was sat behind you and Derek Ferguson travelling an 11 hour flight to Hong Kong and there was Derek Ferguson at the window spare seat yourself and every time the trolley came back round you were looking behind me and going get us as much red wine as you can wee man and stupidly Derek Ferguson tried to keep up with you on the flight how big a mistake was that? Do you know what the spare seat was for? To, for aye, for the wine, you know? <laughs> But it, Derek loves his red wine I put him away that day as well <laughs> By the way do you know he was spotted two days later hallucinating about a black Alsatian in his room I, I will that, that's not bad for him that's one of his better days but we get there the first Hong Kong trip don't you remember it Barry Scott who's on the board now yeah. at Ibrox um, he organised it with Andy as pal that's right yep and they got all the legends over and it used to be a, a youth tournament that the legends came and played as a, a sideshow yeah that's correct but they get that big that the legends games were the big one and then the youth tournament was a sideshow so we get there about four days before the, the Tuesday first, that's right yeah so we're there four days before the, the, the tournament starts They've asked if we want a bit of the pitch for, for training every morning without training. <laughs> so they, when we landed, we get to the hotel and we go down to the Hong Kong Jockey Club where all the games are and we're in the bar and we all get handed a card, like, oh, a, the, the, like a key card. Stop it. Right? And it's all the idiots, right? And it's all the, oh, it's a real deal. It's, it's, it's all uh, the old players that, that can drink. We get this card and the boy says, use that card in the jockey club and everything is free. I'm looking at my coach and I'm going like, really? Four days before the tournament. So we sit down for lunch that first day. And there's four of us sat, I think it was me, McCoy, Gerrand, I don't think you were there, Mark. Bomber, I think Bomber was part of that as well, wasn't he? But I think Bomber was, was drinking at the time as well. Yeah. So uh, we've ordered, the wine was 40 quid a bottle, so it was the cheapest bottle of wine was 40 quid. So I said, I think we'll test this card out. So we get two <laughs> bottles for lunch, two bottles of red, two bottles of white. Lovely. Same again, two bottles of red, two bottles. So we've had eight bottles of wine for lunch. It's only two each, it's not too bad. <laughs> so the boy comes out. afternoon. I said, we'll test the card out. I said, can we get the bill, please? It came to hundreds. And he put this machine out and you have to put the card in the machine. So I put the card in the machine <laughs> thinking, if this doesn't go through, I've got about 20 quid in my pocket, we're done. <laughs> and the boy just went, thank you very much, sir. Four days we had that card. Four days. And we were blitzed for four days before the tournament. We went through the tournament, won every game, conceded one goal, won the tournament. Do you Ever. know who we played in the final that year? Ajax. That's correct. Do you know who scored the winner? You. A left foot pile driver. Unbelievable. Well, I, 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 I. Do, you, this, do you know the worst about it is? It cost these, Mark, it cost these guys, it was 35 grand just to get easy, us out, and easy. that was without the bill. Mm -hmm. The bill, I think, equated to about 35 grand as well, and this is the thing, and I think this is a bit that you forgot as well. 
we actually go for a meal in the last day, Mark. And they're looking through, and I think uh, at one stage, Amma Russell was there as well, and he says, leave it to me, I'm a connoisseur of wine. And he's looking at it, and it's, it's about £40 in Hong Kong dollars. Uh. And he says, oh, this is a nice little tipple, lovely, carry this. And it turns out that it was 40 quid a glass. a glass. And they thought it was for a bottle. It we, came to about three and a half grand for the lunch. We, we must have had about 16, <laughs> 20 bottles of the stuff. Did you see big, big Barry who had organised it? Barry's face went white. My <laughs> the, the, the bill came. Barry and Andy are looking at the bill under the table, sweating. But I don't remember. Every time I'm Russo too, I was sat next to him. That's right. Every time he turned around, I filled his glass up with red wine. <laughs> he was, it's the first time I've seen him drunk, he was blitzed. <laughs> And Billy Semple, yeah, Billy right. Semple was sat yeah. with his, his, he had his base suit, Bombay moneylender. <laughs> he was sat just next to me the other side. And Amrusha's knocked a bottle of wine over on the table, <laughs> blew it up. But everything just went over Billy. That's right, yeah. And he was covered, nothing touched me. It just landed on Billy. But they, they were going to take us for a game of golf. And there was about eight of us. That's right, yeah. And it was a £100 head for a round. I went, don't do that. I said, that's far too much. We'll just go for lunch. Three and a half, four grand for the bill. Gerani was home court the day. The wee man was in tremendous form. But we, we had a great squad that way. We, we loved each other. Yeah. We didn't need any other company. Just put the, the, we used to go and, um I never made one of them trips. Yeah. Never made one of them trips because no. I had, had the ankle fusion. Especially I always go back, Mark, and this is the thing, though. You obviously were in that nine or no dressing room. And uh, the following year, or you started on the Tuesday, the, the competition started on the Friday, Andy. Right. And what happened is you always play, the, the seeded teams like us play against the bankers, the finance guys, and we lost the game. Right. And I remember that Ian Ferguson, who, who was living in Australia at the time, it was a stand-up fight with him and Bomber, and Bomber's right. talking outside to side his mouth going, I'm going to rip your right. fucking heat off! And the two of them were nearly coming to blows in a Legends match, which right. was absolutely... And I'm thinking to myself, can you imagine these guys right, at Parkade cared, back right. in the day? Right, we cared. And, and, it, and we actually went on and won that. That was the second time, and I think we only won it two times we, out of five. We, we won it twice. I, I went four times. We won it twice, and we get in the semi-final twice. But in the third and fourth year, you want to see the teams that were turning up. Yeah, of course. I actually right, were yeah. bringing big uh, players. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's it, right. It turned out. Really remember, good. it was, uh, yeah, the Littman and Littman guys and like that. Perez. Perez. Oh, he was yeah. frightening, man. We had Matt Walters. Matt Walters won play the tournament. That's right, yeah. With three different teams the PFA team, uh, Rangers, and Villa. Honestly, what what that we, the, we, he had to wee step over mm-hmm. at that time as well. He, he was, tell them the story about uh, when we're in, we're doing the question and answer, and it's, it's the, the the chaps over there. We wanted to say it's a Hong Kong loyal, known as the Bow Deep Body. loyal, right? So they've got the bands all around the pits, no? That they're the good boys, aren't they? Right. Uh, Craig Douglas, yeah, they're, right. they're tremendous, and uh, we Monty and right. uh, Scott. They looked uh, after uh, really uh, well. the, the, the hospitality was great. There's about ten stools up at uh, you know, and we're doing this Q and A. And Mark Walters is part of the Q&A and his brother, who was a, a chemist, was stood at the bar. Go on, huh? go tell the rest. I think boy just said, uh, and who you were? No, no, he, he stood at the bar and he says, uh, he says, I haven't seen you here before. He says, yeah, I'm over, uh, my, my brother's huh? part of the Rangers team. And he went, who would that be then? <laughs> Shout well, boy we, wanted. It was just it was an amazing trip. We, we obviously we all loved a drink and I carry on. But mm-hmm. when it came to yeah. on the pitch... What about Nizzy? Big oh, Nizzy. Oh, with the boomerangs. He's in a taxi. I wasn't in the taxi at the time, but Big Marvin apparently nearly fell out of the car. <laughs> he says, uh, I owe you, sorry for you lot getting sponsored by Nike and Adidas and that and, and this, that and the other. And uh, he says, I was sponsored by... What was it? Boomerang. Boomerang. That's all right. I, boomerang. No, it wasn't. No, no it, it was. It was Boomerang, that's what he says. Because no, it, it was no can- kangaroo. Some, it was something else, because then he says, no, that's a boomerang, you daft. Look, he's men... <laughs> He meant boomerang, but he said something else. <laughs> Did you, there's no fucking boomerang. Because his passes kept coming back to him. 
<laughs> you can you can obviously see me and you one in the taxi. Oh no, I wasn't there. I it, was a, it was a character, wasn't he? Oh. is absolutely fantastic. So how how are you seeing things at the moment with Rangers, Andy? More current, you know. Obviously, things have changed recently. Last year after Dubai, you look and you think, what's happened? You know, because it's the same squad. It's nothing to do with ability. The same squad that got to the top of the league. We come back for Dubai, and then we just collapse. We just it's it was attitude last season. I think obviously we've learned, but this season it's just a totally different side. We've got some decent players now. We are a good side, and until people start realizing, I've been saying this for months. People don't realize how good we are. Just keep waiting for the bubble to bust. One good thing is we're not going back to Dubai, I think. Yeah. Mm. But, but there's, um, no, there's no one to break, Andy, so that's not going to exactly, happen. Exactly, perfect. Um, but when you're you like that... Don't you think, Andy, that the pressure, the pressure that gets piled on you after Christmas, paid, I thought that played more of a, a factor. Uh, a factor. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. said that when Celtic... Because yeah, none of these players have been in this situation before where they've been up for winning things. No. Celtic won nine in a row the year after they won nothing. Mm. We won nine in a row. Year mm. after we won nothing. Yeah, nothing to do with me. They've just done it again nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think it was the there. It was us. It was us. Selling Paul didn't help. Eight games to go uh-huh. before the cup. Do you think final. that was a big mistake then, goalie? Oh, yeah. If, if there's one mistake, it's a, it's a game changer. Of course. And we've got the cup final to come and, and they're running. Would we have won the double that year? I, I think we probably would have done. If we'd have had Paul Gascoigne or Brian Loudrop in '92, '93, I think we might have won the European Cup because we didn't have that bit of magic. We yeah, had a great course. side. But now with the, the team we've got, we're a good side. Celtic can't be done. Excuse me. We're a good side. Celtic can't be done with this that pressure. That's coming back in your That's that. that. Bacon egg roll. Um, they've not been done this kind of pressure before. And likewise, now with nine points in front, they've got to catch that up. We've got a good run now. It's a different kind of pressure for them because they've not been involved in anything like this before. They've always been miles in front. So it's a different pressure for them. And it's showing. Yeah. It's showing now. So that, that, I think we're in a good place. The yeah. manager and you, the, the one thing that you mentioned there, Andy, was uh, obviously the kind of mentality. You just mm-hmm. yourself, Mark, the mentality. For me, I can see a clear change in that just by the way they're actually applying themselves. Attitude. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I think there's a confidence within everybody now. I think they believe that we are a good side, and I think people, individuals, are doing the jobs that they should be doing, and that's what gets you to where you need to get to by doing the basics and all that sort of stuff. Going back to you, some personal stuff, Andy, you've obviously been well-documented uh, gambling. Mm. We, 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 mm-hmm. You've obviously we, we, we spoke to an Ranger player last week. It's, it has a big effect on your well-being and things, doesn't it? I, I've often spoken about my own experience with Andy. I was in a terrible mm. state at one point. Where... Me, me and you have gone down a similar road. Absolutely. Um, I think you know, nowadays the gambling came with the drinking, and it's, it's the worst combination ever. Yeah. Have a bet now and then, that's fine, that's great. But in their days, when you have a drink and you, you're gambling... And it's, it's it's a bad bad com- uh, combination. Combination. Yeah. I've been the same as you. Alec. I've been in in rehab for two years. A few years ago, great thing. So I'd I'd have, I'd have died. I'd have, I'd have dragged myself to death. No doubt. It was the seventh of November. I'll never forget it. We were up north at a gig. And I came back down the road. Couldn't remember a thing for the weekend, apart from the fact that Rangers went fifteen points clear that weekend. And we still ended up losing the league. But that's the only thing I could remember for the weekend. And that's when I said, "Need a hand here." And we went to about twenty yeah, meetings yeah. in thirty days, and it, it, that was me for a couple of years off, and it was fantastic. And yeah, I opened, of course, it saved uh, my life without a doubt. Reflecting back on your your career at Ibrox, what would be the standout championship? It was it five titles? I think you got, didn't you? I get six. Um, or six. Oh, my first research. one. My first one um, because it was the first trophy I ever won. I, I never won anything older than my hips. So the first one was special, especially after the first month out at Rangers, the, the shite I was coming out with. <laughs> Nine in a row, and that, that's probably the one, the only regret I ever had that I went, I went away to Belfast. I was injured for the last eight games, Andy Dibble came in. Right. And I went away to Belfast when they went up to Tardice, and I listened to it on the radio in a bar, and it came in the commentary, it lasted me forever. Charlie Miller left foot cross, I'm like, very good. 
a Brian Loudrop header. I'm like, no, turn that off. But it wasn't just a wee header, it was a, it was yeah, a Mark Haley yeah, header. Yeah. It was a bullet, that's right, yeah. I always said to Brian, I said, see, if you, if you could tackle and head a ball, you'd be worth a billion. <laughs> of all the men to score a header, to win us nine in a row. But that, that's obviously an iconic thing in the, in the Rangers history, so to be part of that. And when you sign for the club, all you want to do is, is contribute. Yeah. And the gaffer had said that to us when I first signed. He said, I just want you to contribute. Yeah. <laughs> Be successful. Yeah. See, see my first month, I contributed, all right. Yeah, what was I going to say to you? Obviously, Tommy Burns is that famous quote, you know, about, uh, about yourself. Aye. You had a lot of respect for Tommy as but well. I, eh? We all did. Every, yep. every Rangers player did. Tommy was a special mm. man. He was so. a great character, wasn't he, Magic Tommy? Man. Yeah, I had, I had him great under 21s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was brilliant. He was sharp as well, great wasn't he? You know, he was a good part of it. Great as well. singer. Mike the Knife. That was That's his song. Right, yeah. But Tommy, he probably had more respect. Andy Roxburgh and Craig Brown were the Majors when I was in Scotland. And he used to bring in other people in to coach. And he brought Tommy Burns in for a couple of sessions. And Tommy had more respect probably off the Rangers players than we had for the Majors at the right? time. Yeah. Aye, that's, that's how much we loved him. Yeah. And to see the Rangers people at his funeral and carrying his coffin. Absolutely. And like, yeah. like, likewise with, with Sandy and, of and Baxter and all that. Do you know, just deep down respect. Yeah. No, I, I think that's one of the key things. I was managing Dundee at the time, mm. Mark, and uh, you know when when um, we took down a reef as well, and it was an outpour of emotion uh, with Tommy. But I, I always remember back to when I was uh, Scotland under twenty ones. I actually found him really sharp. You know, when you're a wee boy and you're just getting into that kind of environment, I just found him really sharp. You know, just he'd, he'd not make you in the box and things. He'd go, oh, lovely wee man. You know what I mean? And just take mm. the piss at you. Can you imagine the dressing at Kilmarnock when Coyce and Durant went to Kilmarnock? With Tommy. Yeah. That must have been brilliant in the dressing room then because Good banter. Koish and Durant think they were lethal, weren't they? And they loved him. They loved him to bits. You were talking about there, do you know, um did they know Paula Prank on old Doddy years ago as well? Several. <laughs> Several. What were we talking about? <laughs> St Andrews. Was it was it no was it the Glen Eagles? With the belt, St Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Go uh, on, you tell it, Golden. Well, eight of us went to St Andrews. Every year we get a weekend away somewhere. And we kept going to Was it the wife's or just the boys? No, no, no. no, no just, just us. Oh, just <laughs> <girlfriend>. <laughs> <laughs> I was a stupid You drink it. No, all of us went. The whole squad went. Aye, but there's one. Yeah. There's one year there wasn't. No, any no, of us. but it was, yeah. it was the yeah. full squad Doddy, went. Right, and Doddy was uh, yeah. there as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But everything went on a bill. So wherever we went, sent it back to Ibrox, and the chairman would get it, uh, and that was our treat. Rather than give us extra money bonuses if, if we'd done all right, pick up the tab. He picked aye, and then eventually we started going to Monaco. Man, yeah. organised going to Monaco. But the gaffer for three years saying, "Why are you going to St Andrews? Why? Don't get this. You should say the Russick. Yeah. Everything paid for. Every drink, every bit of food paid for. Why St Andrews?" <laughs> it was Nizzy he went gaffer you daft and we were all lucky he went there's 6,000 students at St Andrews a lot of averages 3,000 of them are women and the gaffer just looked at Nizzy and went alright alright the bill came to about 13 grand right for the weekend and the gaffer walks in the dressing room this morning and he's getting this bit of paper and it's like a toilet roll it was on the bus on, on the bus it was on the bus as we were leaving and it was Archie Archie and it's got all the room bills Koshy and Durant stayed and uh, on the way up, Koishi's rang the hotel. Walter Smith's not coming now, so me and Durant have to get the suite. <laughs> so they're in the suite, brother. <laughs> so the room bill, and everything, Don on anything, massive. The bill coming. McCoy and Durant, £17.40. Haley, £14.50. Gorham, £6.90. Doody, £12,374. <laughs> Everyone had just been signing Doody's name. <laughs> Old dude, he sat in the dressing room, he sat on the, on the, on the yeah. bench, and he nearly fell off his seat. He went, Gaffer, I'll, I'll pay it up weekly, weekly. <laughs> Just put all in his name. He, Doddy was really? an amazing man. Uh, you, you know, you look at the characters, Mark, over yeah. the year. Every, you talk, you talk can, about coming out of the year. Going. I think every club back then had a guy like that. You but know, that was, I, we had a dozen. Yeah, we had a lot of that them. That was a different. Behind the scene. Uh, yeah, but go on, carry on. No, no, no. Monaco, we, yeah. we decided to go to Monaco. 
So from the airport to the, I'm, I'm shit scared of the helicopters. He's organised helicopters. I've got three. Three, three helicopters, helicopters to get oh, from the airport bless you, to the hotel, right? His pal was manager of the hotel. I'm in a helicopter for the first time. Shit myself. So it's one of them. And he said something in French to the pilot, right? <laughs> See, that's the fucking... He blows me away every time. Oh, yeah, it's in French. Aye. I, in French. Obviously fluent. Right. He, he said Are to you the, fluent? Uh, give, us a, give us a trick. I said, give I, us a trick. Said, oh, no. Do give a, us a trick. Do a wee dipper. So, I mean, we know so, idea what we're talking about. He can't... He can't... Say in French, Matt. Will we? Just in French. Listen... He sent he sent a message through to the other two pilots. So they did like it was like um, crossing over each other and in between each other. And d- it, then there's a big dipper one. I mean, a big woof. I've had a good drink. Right? <laughs> no. I'm, th- I'm, think, I'm thinking we're going down. And I say, I say, that's the closest I've ever been to. And I say, <laughs> but we, from that, we, when we landed, we, was, we went straight to a pub. Yeah, yeah. A ship, ship so that was us all day before we'd even checked in. So we walked in, and the boy, the manager, his pal, he yeah. says, that is the worst entrance I've ever seen from rock stars, racing drivers, film stars, anybody. But, One boy's, you don't you get the, the trolleys for the, the baggage? Yeah. One boy's asleep on that. I'm not going to name him. Go and name him. Captain. Yeah. yeah. Coffee. You named him. <laughs> One Coco. Sparkle. Sparkle. Uh, Sparkle. He said oh. it's the worst, worst entrance he's ever seen. There was this phone box in this, in this pub, a red phone box, right in the middle of the pub. All right. Yeah. And we... I said to him, somebody's on, on the phone for you, and put him in inside, and he couldn't find... He was that drunk, Goffey couldn't find his way out the phone box. <laughs> 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 me and Mark, I room with the big fella, right? Spikeman was away by then. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm rooming with the big man because he he's knows sensible. he's been here. He knows everywhere, right? Sensible. <laughs> I ended up seeing that we caught that this particular trip, putting everybody in the bed, making sure they got showered. They're all absolutely booted. We, this was a drinking competition we had oh. in the ship, the ship in Castle, oh. and it was and it was a gaffer's idea, Walter's idea. So had a, part, drink, a yeah, drinking competition. Yeah, we had a, the gantry. Part, yeah, yeah. We all there was four shelves with all the all the main stuff on it. So what, we, what was it? A, was it a, how how did it go? How did it pan out? The competition. What was well, you were doing? Me asking questions. Up, no, 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 no. You no, just no, pick, no. pick a party yeah. and you would go across the gantry. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we paired up. I was with Walter and all that sort of stuff. So we, what you we got about two. Yeah, and everybody. I mean. <laughs> Nizzy was in hospital. Is this, is, this, is this before he's about to check yeah, in the yeah, hotel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Niz, Nizzy's taken to the hospital, right, <laughs> with alcoholic poisoning. Oh, right? well, so off, off he goes, and then we go, I'm gonna go and check and everybody in. in. And this is when you got Jasper and Max. Yeah. They're all at the pool, right? Yeah, all the boys are sun day after. And, and day is after. this, this day is after. a top hotel user. Yes, one of the best. Yeah, right. This is this is film star stuff. This right? is where the prince and all his family oh, go to. By the way, you, you know his pals with the prince? Oh, no, we're at his birthday party. <laughs> so, the next day, they're all the pool, somebody and all this, that's right. So, big man's like, he says, Mum, we'll get a wee drink, I'll take it for a wee bit round the corner for lunch. I said, no bother at all. He said, do you like rosé wine? I didn't at the time, I said, but I didn't like to say no to the big man, you know what I mean? I says, aye, aye, it's nice, aye, 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 aye. The last count was 17 bottles between us. And we still went out at night. It was just that, that's the way we were, just had a drink and a carry so on. In the middle of this swimming pool, there was a, like a little island, and McCoyst and Durant had got themselves based on <laughs> it, <laughs> lying down there. There was a the spark. You see a little beach wheel? Coyce, a little beach wheel. I went out to him, you know, these little sachets of butter you get, and I put one of them right on his forehead, <laughs> and it melted, right, <laughs> in the heat and the sun, and it gave him a, ma- can you remember that massive I big blisters all over his forehead? all over his forehead, right, for the next four days. Every time he laughed or smiled, it 
you know what, first <laughs> it's soft, it's soft at first, the blister, you yeah. try to pop it and all that, but then it goes hard. Yeah. Aye, aye. So every time he smiled, the laughter, <laughs> and all you could hear was, <laughs> it's all cracker. We're mental, mental. Well, great trips. There must, have been great re- trips. there must have been repercussions for McCoy's. He doesn't let things go lately, Martin. No, he, I think they are. Did he not put a cigar on Durante's head? Yes. He, he, he stubbed <laughs> a cigar on Durante's head. There you go. Is that right, aye. Oh, great trips, great but, trips. Coyce was, he was a bugger. I was injured one day, well, a lot of days, but me and McCoyce were injured at the same time. So he got his treatment, and we had the individual baths at Ibrox at the time. So I had my baths, you walk in, and first on the left, did you, that bath. was yours, nobody went in that? Aye, they did, aye, but when I wasn't Nobody there. would want to. No. <laughs> <laughs> was, he, when, was he when I was a boy? You know, I won't mention names, because when I was getting changed in the away dressing room, you had the municipal, municipal bath, the big aye. one, but you had a single, uh, a single one, one as you come on. And it was, and I thought, oh, lovely, I'm going to go in there. And one of the boys went, don't go, go in there, uh, he's got seaside nipples. Uh-huh. And I'm right. like, what's the seaside nipples? He's got fucking crabs. <laughs> said, oh, not no. me, don't bring me into that, no, no, that's no, not me. No, no, this was a wee dress room, I won't mention right. names, but that was a wee eye-opener as yeah. a wee 15 and a half yeah. year old going into a bath. You shouldn't have went in there. Koish has had his treatment, and he goes in, and he's in his bath. So I've had my treatment, I've come in there all the way training, and Ali Maxwell was a reserve goalkeeper at the time. So I've walked in, and Koish is in this bath, and it's bubble bath, there's bubbles everywhere. At eyebrows, I'm at, where you got that from? He went, see that wee white tub? There's a wee white tub next to my bath, right? And I'm just, he said, Doddy, old Doddy's got some fucking bubble bath. Bubble bath, I'm at, magic, magic. <laughs> so I'm at with this bubble bath, right? You're piling and it Bubbles in. everywhere, and me and Koi just sat with a wee glass of wine, funny enough, in the bath, all the boys are training. This is it. Oh. Uh, true story. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got the wine away, right? And all the boys, Koi is out, and I'm in this bubble bath for about an hour. Brilliant. So all the boys are coming in from the dressing room, goalie, you okay? I went, I am fine, I thinking they're, they're worried about me playing, they want me to play tomorrow because Max is reserve. Are you okay? I went, I fine, I probably the boys are concerned about me, obviously. So I get in the car, we live in Edinburgh at the time. I'm driving back down the M8, I'm at um, Hart Hill, and I start itching. <laughs> but it's not a wee itch in a particular place, my it's whole body. And I've looked in the mirror in my car and there's bits <laughs> there's bits falling off my fucking face. I'm a, a red raw. Red raw. But now I'm going back to number two, wife number two. How am I, what, what am I going to say to her? So I've walked in and Tracy stood. She went, what the is that? And I've stripped off. I'm red raw everywhere. And I went, I've no idea. So I had to ring the doc, right? Doc Crookshank. So I doc, I said, I need to get you in the morning. I'll get eight o'clock in the morning, private. You need to have a look at this. Not good. He said, no, get in eight o'clock in the morning. So I'm walking down the corridor next morning, eight o'clock. All the boys are in. Dress room's full. Ah, oh, Matt, what's happening here? So I've walked in and all the boys are looking and the doc walked in and I said, Doc, can I speak to you privately? He said, we've no secrets here, son. No secrets here. What's wrong? <laughs> oh, Doc, yeah. He was brilliant. He says, uh, what's wrong? I said, right, so I've stripped off. I'm red raw. There's bits hanging off me. Honestly, he went, oh, <laughs> I've not seen that for a long time. I'm shying myself. All the boys are like, oh, <laughs> see that tub of, of, of uh, bubble bath? It was flash. Coy, <laughs> Because you'd taken the label off it, said it was bubble bath. I'm in a bath of bleach, bastard. Oh my god, that's why you that's why you put away. Oh my god. On a, off a di- on a different tangent, goalie. Where the hell did the cricket come into your game? Well, how did that happen? Nothing. My dad, my dad, I know my dad was a goalkeeper. He played with Hibs and Oldham. So obviously Hibs and Bury. Sorry. So obviously that want you want to do what your dad did. Yeah. I wanted to be yeah. a goalkeeper. My uncle was a cricketer at East Lancs Paper Mill. So it was in the family. Type of uncle, yeah, uh, not my dad. My dad, no. really, he, he hated it. 
with Scotsman cricket. Yeah, I was the same as well. So I just started playing and I played for Lancashire Schoolboys. I signed for Lancashire mm-hmm. the same week I signed for West Brom as a kid at 15. I wanted to play cricket. I didn't want to play football. I wanted mm-hmm. to play cricket as a... I prefer cricket as a sport. Well, I already said that because I play cricket as I, well. Cricket and rugby. Goalie, can I ask you something? I wasn't big enough to play rugby. <laughs> when I went to, to Millwall 1990, cricket was the... It never crossed my mind. I thought, a lot of shite. It's, it's mm-hmm. middle class, no my cup of tea. And a chap said to me, do you want to come to a cricket match? And I was like, damn fucking load of nonsense. And he says to me, it's England versus Australia at the Oval. And I says, load of shite, I'm not going. And he says, no, we'll get a nice wee tipple, right? And right. I went, I'm your man. Right. Honest to God. Great says, day. See it, seven o'clock. I never seen a ball even <laughs> thrown at the Oval. All the bars are on the outside. Right. Right. And I stood outside and got absolutely leathered. And right. from that point, I went, this fucking cricket's brilliant. Magic. I loved it, by the way. I, I, I played with five West Indians at East Lanks Purple Mill. Right. And we used to go down to the Lords, played England, played West Indies, and we went down to Lords with them. And they used to call me the white Bajan, right? The white boy for Barbados, because I was always with the, the West Indian boy. Great players, top class West Indian players. And we used to go down. I used to stand in the crowd with the West Indies, cheering on the West Indies. But it was at the Lord's Tavern, the, the bar there. And they always, all the cans were rattling. It's the best atmosphere ever. Of course. The West Indies were absolutely the, magic. The, the, the actual day out in itself, you know, right. when they've got guys dressed up in dresses, they've got the organ room down the conk and all that. It's amazing. I can't, I can't remember the result. I'm the same as you. <laughs> I went to Cheltenham for five days with Alan McAnally, right? Hosting a table for Peter Scudamore. Five days at Cheltenham, I never saw a horse. Was that a big ramble? Aye, never saw a horse in five days. I was in the hospitality tent for five days. We get decent money for going to, to look after the table and everything. And then we came back up the road and it was the open at Troon. We had three days there. What's the open? We had tickets. Never saw a golf ball. Big, big ramble. It defeats the purpose, yeah, doesn't it? Well, I've got to be honest with you. I, was, I walked out at Middlesbrough one day just to check the pitch. And there's not a soul in the stadium. And this is maybe about an hour and a half before kick-off. And from the top of Middlesbrough Stadium, hell! Hell, the Celtic here, and I turned around as big Rambo and Bernie Slave, and I went, fucking piss off. Great so, big but, oh, he's brilliant. He's, he's good character, isn't he? Aye, aye. But that's what you're saying, you know. You go. There's, to these, there's no these characters days. now. We're talking about. There's no yeah. characters now. You look at the Rangers team with the fantastic players, great attitude, professional, but there's no real gas going or a carry on because you're not allowed to do it now. Or you. You don't have to do it. It's, it's more dedicated. It's more professional now. But seeing the dressing room in Audi, don't get me wrong. We had a carry on, but on the Saturday. We did our wee bit. Right. Best and worst moments, club football and international football. Best moment. Best and worst. Oh, I, I, I think I mentioned the worst my first season, to be honest. No, best save. Put it, let's have best oh, save. I'll save Van Hoy on the three each game. That yeah. was, um, yeah. That, that best was save one. for Scotland. Um, a header against Shearer at Wembley in Euro 96. Mm-hmm. A diving header from six yards. Went unmentioned because a certain Mr. Gascoigne ripped the... The backside of it was that day and it was brilliant. Mm, that'll be the worst, man. That, that the wasn't, worst, wasn't worst especially, worst, man. especially when you're still at Rangers yeah. with us. You know what I mean? Was, uh, and he, was, wouldn't, he, wouldn't be, him. he wouldn't be reminding you when you got back there, would he? Well, he, he, <laughs> he never said anything after the game. Could, if yeah. he'd have said something, I'd have belted him. Yeah. And he knew that. Yeah. So he never said anything after the game. And we had a couple of drinks after the game and he never mentioned it. I thought, I'll get away with this. The next season in the dressing room, I've walked in. What was this know, about a few weeks afterwards? Listen, yeah. and the start pre-season. Yeah. So we got a massive dressing room at Ibrox and, and there's two cones at the end of the dressing room, big police cones, <laughs> right? As goals. Oh, yeah. There's a beach ball in the middle of the goals, which was me, big fat bastard, right? There's a mop head, <laughs> there's a wee cone on its side with a mop head sticking out it, white mop head. It's Colin Henry lying down. <laughs> and as I walked in, Gaz has flicked it over the mop head in the cone, smashed it past the beach ball and went, is that how it was, goalie? <laughs> oh, my God. But then he went and lay down, he went and lay down in the dress on the floor and McCoy's came over with a bottle and squared it in the dentist chair. Oh, fucking brilliant. Aye, you, you can't beat it. You, you can't get away with anything in the dressing room, but no. like I said, we had to carry on, but see, come Saturday in the, in, the, in the games, we knew if I had to push Walter a wee bit, but we'd never disrespect him by jeopardising what, what we were aiming for. 
Yeah, that was brilliant, Goalie. Thanks for joining. It's been a real pleasure. Magic, mate. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you, man. Exclusive listening with 1010 Podcasts.